Welcome to Panel Sunday. We love doing these. And that video that you just saw, I mean, that preached the sermon for this year. Sure. <laughs> We're talking about the kingdom of God, whether you're mopping the floor or whether you're, whatever you're doing, whether you're taking out the trash, man, that video was all encompassing of what this year is about. You know, John the Baptist talked about the kingdom of God. It was Jesus' number one subject, the kingdom of God. The apostle Paul talked on and on and on about the kingdom of God. And we, we've heard that phrase, if you've been in church your whole life, you've read it in the Bible, you've heard that phrase, but including myself, for the most, most of us, I'm not sure we have a real handle on that. I mean, yeah, kingdom of God, kingdom of God, yeah, and we know the truth. Well, okay, well, hold on just a minute. When, when Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God, well, exactly what does that mean to me? In my daily life, what does that mean? So we decided in 2022 uh, that's what we probably need to do. We need to figure this out. So we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks in our Vision Sundays. And today, the three pastors here, we wanted to get together and uh, just visit a little bit about what this year is all about. The kingdom of God and, and the definition that we've given the last couple of weeks, the kingdom of God is the rule of God over his people. It's the rule of God over his people. Okay, well, so what's that mean? Josh, kick us off here and let's get going. Uh, yeah, the, uh, you just touching on what you're saying. Um, man, I'm still decompressing from worship. <laughs> I'm trying to like calm down a little bit. <laughs> uh, but uh, I appreciate our worship team. That was incredible. But um, the kingdom of God, what you're saying, Tim, is like there, there's, there's a king in the kingdom of God. And you talked about this last couple of weeks in, in introducing this theme. And uh, one thing I, you know, our church needs to understand is like, there's a king in this kingdom and it's not you, <laughs> you know, it's not me. I, like we're not the kingdom of our, our, our own little kingdoms. He, Jesus is the king. And the, the entrance, the first thing that we have to understand about coming into this kingdom, coming into this reality, this heaven on earth is like, we, we've got to submit to that rulership. We've got to submit to that king. It comes by way, it comes by way of death. It comes by way of dying to myself. It comes by way, uh, Luke nine twenty three deny yourself, take up your cross and follow after me. Like it comes through me crucifying my flesh so that I can then live in this kingdom. And if we don't come under the rulership of Christ and allow him to dictate everything about what we do and how we entertain ourselves and how we run our business and our family, like we're going to miss out on the kingdom. And you hear it all the time. You know, God just wants a relationship with you. He wants a relationship with you. He wants a relationship with you. He does. Yes. But he's not just after a relationship. He's after ownership. Well, well, he's not just after relationship, he's after ownership. He, he doesn't just want your time on Sunday morning and Wednesday night and your tithe check. He wants everything. It's all or nothing. We submit every area of our life to him. Yeah, I grew up hearing if he's not Lord of all, of all right. then he's not Lord at all. Right. When Jesus told us to seek first the kingdom of God and all of these other things would be added, that we know that verse, mm -hmm. but seeking first the kingdom of God. Okay, what is the kingdom of God? Right. We seek first life under his rulership. Mm -hmm. See, our, our priority, what I'm seeking first is obedience to him. Mm -hmm. what, what I am seeking first in my life is following his will, right. his plan, his purpose, mm -hmm. and then stuff comes after that. Right. That's a result of that. That's, yeah. that's what this is all about. For sure. 
Yeah, it's a manifestation of following and submitting to the rule mm -hmm. of God's kingdom yeah. in your life. You know, I remember when I first got saved at 23, you know, all this stuff was new to me. I, did, I, I had never really even read the Gospels all the way through. So, you know, sure. reading Jesus's message and all of his teaching that he was giving his disciples was all new to me. And, and growing up in a, in a home with a, a dysfunctional family, an alcoholic father, parents divorced when I was a teen, never really got to experience or connect with what all that looked like and what sure. that meant. And, and I'll never forget when I came here and I was in the Brooks home and I was in a family that was under the rule of the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And it looked so different than my family. People were getting along. People liked each other. There was peace in the home. Yeah. There was love in the home. There was joy in the home. Well, when I experienced that, I was like, okay, I want that. How do I get that? Well, you get that by what you said. Right. There's this, this coming under and submitting to right. the kingdom so that as a result of that, the, the benefits of the kingdom can begin to flow into your life and you can experience those things in your life. So mm -hmm. that began a pursuit for me of, hey, man, this is what I want. This is what I'm going after. Amen. And then that's what life in the kingdom is all about. It, it wasn't that Terry and I had some wild outlandish marriage or relationship. It's this the life right. when you are when the husband is trying to all he can to seek the Lord mm -hmm. yeah. and the wife is doing all she can to seek the Lord. Right. Well, then you don't have all of that yelling and hollering and right. cussing and slamming mm -hmm. doors and I'm getting a divorce. Right. I'm out of here. No, you don't have all of that. Yeah, for sure. And there's just peace in the home. No, absolutely. And and um, I say this every now and then, but but the greatest sermon that that Tim and Paul have ever preached to me has been their marriage. Just watching their life, watching being in their homes, coming from uh, uh, coming from a divorce situation, coming from kind of a dysfunctional family, and coming into their homes when I was around uh, fourteen years old, and just and just growing up and watching like Tim love Terry and Paul love Angela and and them love them back and everything, and there being peace in the home, and I just thought like. I didn't know that was normal. I, like I didn't know, yeah. or I didn't know that, or maybe it's exactly. not normal. But I didn't know that you could experience that. And growing up, I was like, I want that. Yeah. I want that kind of marriage. I want that. I want my kids to love me the way their kids love them. I want my home to feel like this home feels. Mm -hmm. And it, it is possible, but all of that has, yeah, it's got to be surrendered to the Lord Jesus. Well, yeah. Luke chapter seventeen, verse twenty, the Pharisees were asking Jesus, "When will the kingdom of God come?" Well, okay, when is the kingdom coming? Mm -hmm. And Jesus told them, "You." you the kingdom of God can't be detected by visible signs. Right. You're not going to be able to say it's in Saline County or it's over in Garland County <laughs> or it, it, it's not here or it's over there. Mm -hmm. For the kingdom of God is within you. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference in a home and a family yeah. where the kingdom of God is within those people. Right. We were just, yesterday I was talking um, to a young boy and, and he said he woke up that morning laying in his bed listening in in the other room with parents screaming and yelling with his sister and they were threatening they were threatening everybody screaming and at breakfast all this screaming and hollering and fighting going on see that what we're talking about is the kingdom of God is within you right. yeah. and so it makes a different environment sitting around the breakfast table yeah mm -hmm. Right. That's, it, it makes a difference in your life, For and that, sure. that's what you're talking about. Exactly. And it's like you said, you know, 
for many people in the in the Old Testament and mm -hmm. in the New, they were looking for this visible kingdom sure. that would be established, that they, was tangible, that they could put their hands on. And then all of a sudden, here we have John the Baptist and Jesus saying, "The kingdom is at hand." You yeah. know, the well, kingdom. Ready. The kingdom right. is now, and the goal of Jesus was to come and reveal this invisible kingdom to all of his disciples yeah. and to show his disciples how this kingdom works. What right. are the principles of this kingdom? How does this kingdom function? How does it operate? How does right. it run in everyday life? We, you know, we talk about and use the word invisible because it's not visible to the five right. physical senses as mm -hmm. we would say visible sure. is. Uh, when we talk about spiritual, it's not in the physical realm. But, but let's make sure we understand it is visible. Right. When you walk in a room, you can tell if love is in that room. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell yeah. if hate is in that room. Right. When you walk up to somebody, you can see anger all mm. over them. Yeah. You can see love True. and acceptance. So, yes, it's not physical, touchable, five physical sense way, right. but yet it's not this mystical thing out here that we don't have a clue of. Mm -hmm. You can see the realm of the spirit. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, over the years, sometimes the church gets into like what you would call dualism, where we separate the spiritual from the physical, but God never meant for them to be separate. He meant for them to be yeah. together. And so, yep. you know, it, your, your Christian walk isn't just Sunday morning only, Wednesday night only Christianity. Like it's every day that this thing is, this spiritual and physical is like intertwined. Mm -hmm. And that's how you live in the kingdom. It's because uh, uh, Matthew 5, 3, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. That means blessed are those who recognize their neediness for God theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So when I recognize that I need him every second of every day in right. every moment in every situation, whether it be my workplace, whether it be taking out the trash, whether it be playing with my kids, whether it be uh, settling something with my wife, like I need to recognize my neediness for him and I want to give him this situation. Mm -hmm. Well, we've all, everybody has talked of uh, unsaved, what we call unsaved or heathen family members or friends and you start trying to talk to them about spiritual truth and they can't even they don't even know what you're talking about all this that's stupid that's stupid that's stupid that's stupid well that's why in john chapter 3 jesus told nicodemus yeah. he was trying to get in a conversation with jesus mm -hmm. and jesus said look you can't see mm -hmm. until you're born again. Right. But Paul, when you were born again, mm -hmm. then for the first time, wait yeah. a minute, I see a different home here. Right. When you saw, you can see mm -hmm. life different. Right. Wait yeah. a minute, I see things no, different absolutely. here. Yeah. And yeah. It, there's so much that opens up when we surrender our life to Jesus. I think some people, we look at like this word surrender or rules or laws or boundaries as a bad thing. But man, God is the designer and he designed our life to work a certain way. And, you know, Adam and Eve, when they broke God's law, like they brought a curse on mankind, but Jesus came to restore that which was lost. Mm -hmm. And so now Jesus is, and, and, and the Father and the Holy Spirit is inviting us back into life with him that is full of righteousness and peace and joy. And so, like, obeying Jesus isn't slavery, like, it's freedom. It is yep. for freedom that Christ set man free, and we can only experience the fullness of life, what we would call abundant resurrection life, what we'd call the kingdom, by surrendering to him. Mm -hmm. yep. Paul, yep. you were talking about earlier uh, about um, in, in our first service, the Canaanites and that transition into there. You were talking about the favor that they walked right. in. Go, go back into that a little bit with yeah, us. Yeah, so, you know, in the Old Testament, God, it's type and shadow, right? So God sure. was teaching a lot of things to his people. And, and one of the things that you see in the Old Testament, when the children of Israel entered into the promised land, you know, God's hand was upon their life. 
God was blessing them and moving right. in their life and going before them in every way. For example, I mean, he caused their plans to succeed. He caused people to show favor upon the Israelites. I mean, there were people of equal uh, or even better talent and abilities that God favored them above uh, them. He caused them to be chosen and preferred. He, he protected their families. He protected their property. Yeah. He sent angels to aid them. Well, all of this is just a type and shadow of the New Testament right. abundant life that hi- Christ has for us. And I, you know, I think about all, and we could all do, do this. We could just spend countless hours sitting in this room today and have people come up to the mic and talk about all the blessings of the Lord yeah. in your life. And, in, and clearly you recognize it wasn't your doing. Mm-hmm. You didn't make it happen. God did it all. But at the same time, you kind of did. Sure. Because you submitted yourself to his rule right. and his authority in his life. And then therefore, God's able to say, okay, because you have positioned yourself in my kingdom, now you're going to get to experience the things that flow from the throne of right. my kingdom, Absolutely. right? And not, not that I, I have sought any of those things. I'm not seeking after those things. I'm seeking after the kingdom. Right. But they're just a byproduct of that what comes with the kingdom. Well, a, a, a good uh, point right here. Uh, both of you are building new houses right now. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, our church is all very excited about that because you'll be inviting all of us over for dinner <laughs> on a regular basis. Uh, so we're looking forward to y'all being there where we'll be over to d- be for dinner. But, but <laughs> it, 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 I can remember, you know, 30 plus years ago, 35 years ago, when you came on staff here, Josh, when you came on staff here, you, you didn't come here and say, all right, how much am I going to get paid what is my days off? I want right. to know how. Mm-hmm. I, I see. I the only yeah. thing I want to do in life is build this home, <laughs> and so how are you going to pay me where I can build this home? See, you, you seek first the kingdom of God, oh, right. and how can I affect people's life? How can I invest in people's life? And then, well, look, I've got a new home. We've got nice cars. Sure. We, we look. We've got, and this doesn't have to do with whether you work here at the church or not. When you build homes for a living, you're either building home so that you can make money. You're building homes so you can make money, or you're building a home so I can fulfill people's right, dreams. Right. I want to bless people. The reason I'm an electrician is I want to solve problems. I want to bless people. I want to help people. Mm-hmm. And then as a result of that, yeah. you see, that's what these other things. God's not against you having things. Right. He wants you to have lots of things. Have all yeah. kinds of things. Have lots of money. God's not against you having things, but he's against you seeking things right. first. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's yeah. where we make the mistake no, here. I'm, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's so, it's so incredible that, that, you know, just what God adds to us and what he brings along. And, and, and you know, everything, everything Tim is saying is so, like, 100% right on. Like, you know, if you're, if you're working for a paycheck, the paycheck will never be big enough. Right. Yeah. If you're working for a home, it'll never be big enough. If you're working mm-hmm. for a car, it'll never be nice enough. If you're, whatever it is, like the clothes, what, you know, whatever you're trying to satisfy yourself, if you're working for that, it will never be enough for you. But if you're working for him, if it's all for his glory, then you'll, then you'll be satisfied with what he adds to you and you'll be okay. And I'll be okay if he adds more to Paul than he adds to me because mm-hmm. I get him. Mm-hmm. Because I'm be okay him. with that too. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> but but that you know that that is that's so it. When you seek yeah. first in His kingdom, you don't even worry about, and you're not that's all stressed right. out about yeah. what He's going to add. He'll provide. He'll He'll yeah. bring the He'll meet the need for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
living, living in that kingdom, right? That, that's, that produces that's what a result in your heart and in your mind. Okay. So, you know, for example, when Christ died on the cross, he brought us peace with God because the hostility of our sin yeah. and God's wrath against sin and unrighteousness was satisfied. So right. by virtue of Jesus dying on the cross, we have peace with God. Mm -hmm. But you don't have the peace of God mm -hmm. by virtue of your salvation. You have the peace of God by virtue of submission to yeah. the Lordship Amen. Amen. of that king yeah. and that kingdom, Absolutely. then the fruit of the Spirit begin to flow as a result sure. of that. So there's a big difference between having peace with God, and I think a lot of people who have yeah. gotten saved, they obviously have peace with God. But I've, I've been around lots of people. They don't have the peace of God. They're going to heaven, but they don't have the peace of God operating yeah. in their life. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think we recognize that a lot. Of, oftentimes when I heard the kingdom of God or what Matthew calls the kingdom of heaven, when I heard it growing up, I thought, you, when you die, you go to heaven. Like, that's what mm -hmm. happens. But Jesus didn't die on the cross just to get you to heaven when you die. Right. He died on the cross to get you into heaven right now. Yeah. Good. Salvation Good. is not the end of something. It's be the beginning of your yeah. new life. Yeah. And so, like, I think a lot of Christians, like Paul's saying, is like, they get saved. They, they, they say a prayer. They repent. But then they, like, they live. God didn't want you to live with, like, your brains getting kicked in with worry your whole life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He wanted to, like, Good. free you from that. Let his righteousness, peace, mm -hmm. and joy flood your life so that he, God actually wants you to thrive. He wants you to have abundant mm -hmm. resurrection life now right. and not, you know, it, <laughs> if, if you can't be set free from everything you're struggling with right now, then Jesus isn't your savior. Death is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus came to set us free from those things. Well, you know, and people say, well, I don't know if I believe that. Well, how much are you living life in the Holy Ghost and how much are you living life in selfishness? Mm -hmm. Yeah. God bless you. Right, that, I need to write God bless peace you. with God. Is from salvation, peace of that. Was, I'm gonna preach on that real soon. That, that was really, really you can, good. You that. I'm gonna use that. I borrowed it. All right, don't I'm write sure. that down. Wait, yeah. wait, don't anybody write that down. I'm gonna be yeah, preaching true. on that oh, in a couple of weeks. Now I was gonna go, yeah, Paul told him that. <laughs> uh, that's that was really, really good. You don't usually Josh come up usually with, comes up. He with always those. comes up with good stuff. Yeah, you, I prayed for hours and hours and hours just to have one thing, and I got <laughs> it. I thought, okay, <laughs> one thing that was really, really good. Point. You know, this it's really not a hard concept to get mm -hmm. oh it's invisible it's in the spirit I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's really not a hard concept to get uh, as a parent giving your child a, a nickel or a dime or a quarter and they walk across the restaurant to that gumball machine and they put it in to buy them a gumball well they start out across there and they drop that dime and it goes in the air conditioner vent and they come back crying, and you say, oh, bless your heart. Here, here's a $100 bill. <laughs> it's not ever going to happen. Right, right. It's not going to happen. When they show themselves faithful in the little, mm -hmm. when I can see them managing the quarter, then the five dollars, then mm -hmm. the you know, I, and I, I remember even as a parent, uh, the bill would be $29. Well, I'd give them two twenties, here, here's a $40. Go over there, pay that, and bring back the change. Well, when I saw them handling mm -hmm. that right, then, so it's no wonder the more you are investing in the kingdom of God, 
the more you're handling life correct, then the more favor, back to that word you're talking about, then the favor of God begins to come on you. When you're not living in the kingdom of God and your, your, your money's going up your nose or wherever it's going, you, you know, your money, well, then why would God's blessings be on your business? Right. But when your business is blessing people, meeting people's needs. Uh, you're using the people that you work with and you're discipling them in the mm -hmm. truck as you're yeah. going to the next job. Well, why would God's favor not be yeah, on that right. business? Yeah. This isn't hard to understand. And, and another interesting thing about you talking about giving that money to a little child, taking that over there and paying for the food and then bringing that back, they don't understand any of that. Right. They're right. not going to understand it until they submit to you and they're obedient to that. Then the revelation is going to come as they mature over time. Right. And for us as believers, well, I just can't understand that. I can't see that. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's not going to until you submit to it. Yeah. See, so mm -hmm. many times we want, we want God to give us the revelation mm -hmm. bef you know, before we submit to the truth. Right. And so it would be like me trying to explain to my children when they're three years old. Hey, son, you need to pick your bicycle up out of the driveway. Well, why? Okay, a three-year-old. I'm going to sit there and try to explain it. Well, one day, see, you're going to be married. You're going to have responsibility. Yeah. You know, they can't right. get it. Right. So, so what, do all, what do we all hear our parents say? Because I said, said so. In so. mm -hmm. the Lordship of Christ, in the revealing of his truth yeah. and his kingdom is exactly the same way. Many right. people, they want to wait till they have all the answers. Mm -hmm. You're, not gonna have, you're never going to get the answers unless you submit to the, the truth. Then mm -hmm. the revelation is yeah. going to come to right. you as a result of yeah. that. It reminds me of a, one of those one-line zingers y'all like. It's a comprehension is not a prerequisite for obedience. That's right. You don't have to understand in order to obey the voice of the Lord. You just obey, mm -hmm. and he'll bring the... And, it, you know, it's Isaiah 55, 9. Like, his ways are... Like, as the heavens are higher than the earth, That's his it. ways are higher than mine. His thoughts are higher than mine. Yeah. And so it's way, way higher. So I can't try to, try to figure it out in my own understanding. And it actually even reminded me of Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. It says, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of the earth. For Christ died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in mm -hmm. God. And so... And that's why Jesus said it's a repentance, a changing of the way that I think in order to live in this kingdom. Mm -hmm. Well, life gets so much easier for you when you live in the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. When you live under his rule, it's amazing how much more peace you mm -hmm. have, how much True. more joy you have, it, because... There are, there are so many issues in your life that are settled for yeah. you. I'm not thinking about, am I going to leave my wife? Am I not going to leave her? Should I leave her? Should I not leave her? Should, am I going to raise these kids? Am I going to pay these bills? Am I going to go to work tomorrow? You, you, when you yeah. submit to God's uh, rule, yeah. life just becomes pretty easy for mm -hmm. you. You're not fussing, you're not fighting, you're not mad, yeah. you're not jerked up. It, right. It's just pretty easy. God's well, it, got this. It's not, you're, like, you're going to be ruled by him or your circumstances. And so, like, if you're living, like, well, you're saying life's not hard, life's going to be easy. Well, life might be hard, but your heart is settled. Right. And so you're going to experience supernatural peace that comes from the Lord. And so even if there are storms going on around you, yeah. it doesn't rock you and it doesn't feel hard because you're submitted to him and you're just enjoying the ride with mm -hmm. him. It's an incredible thing. But so oftentimes we're like, well, you know, all this is going on and this and this and this and this. Well, what, what's going to happen to the economy? Who cares? 
Mm-hmm. Like I'm, my, my faith is not in the economy of America, man. I hope it turns around and like it gets going really good. That would be incredible. But, but give us this day, our daily bread, like God's going to provide me what I need tomorrow. No, my, I'm going to let tomorrow right. worry about itself because I'm, I'm understand I'm a child of God and I'm in his kingdom. So I'm not rocked by what's going on in the world or what's mm-hmm. happening outside the boat. Yeah. yeah. But Josh, if this economy falls, we're all going to starve to death. <laughs> Except well, I did read one time right. when there wasn't any economy, and man, it just come out of heaven. You know, I right. had read that. Right. Yeah. God's yeah. going to take care of his people. <laughs> Absolutely. And so you don't have to be, and if, if money in our economy is not a source of revenue for mm-hmm. us, then I guess it'll come out of a rock. Yeah. A, a dog will right. come up with money in a sack. I don't, right. I don't yeah. know how. I'm, I would have never thought about quail just flying in about head high. <laughs> I've never right. thought about I don't know how this works. Here's I'm just telling you, when you submit to God's rule, yep. he takes care of his people, always yep. has. Yeah, well, once again, it's just a byproduct of the kingdom, right? I mean, he always just, has. It's just a by, byproduct of the kingdom. And so, you know, our whole goal is not so much to labor and strive for having those needs met in our life. Our goal is to labor and strive to enter his rest, mm-hmm. like Hebrews says. Yeah. Because there is a place of rest for the people of God in the midst of all of the things that were going on. It's so true. And that scripture has been so mis... I'm going to enter into his rest. That means I'm going to quit my job and lay on the couch and fish all day. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. When, I'm just going to assure you. When you start working for God and living in the kingdom of God, you'll work harder than you ever worked yes. in your whole life. Amen. I That's mean, you'll true. be up That's earlier true. and you'll be staying later. When you're setting God's... Amen. Uh, when That's you're good. directed by God, it's... Hard. But the rest is, I'm not jerked up about That's it. That's it, yeah. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Preach you know, that. it's not yeah. the hard work. It's what's going on in our head that yes. wears us out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not, I just worked so hard today. Well, it wasn't that you worked hard. Is that you were jerked up and you were worried and you were under stress and you were under pressure and you, yeah. were, you were ragged out about the whole day. Mm-hmm. And that's... Entering into his rest doesn't mean I fish all day. Yeah. I mean, you're going to work harder than you've ever worked in your whole life. It just means you're not jerked up about it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's such a, it's, you've got to know that the kingdom of God overrules and overrides the kingdom of the world. Good. Mm-hmm. And so like living in this, like it's going to override the kingdom of the world. And it's like, well, you know, I, I tried that. Well, the kingdom of God is also like leaven. You've got to move yourself into it. It's eventually going to take you over. You just got to stay surrendered and stay committed to it. Right. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. He came like John 1, 4 says his life is the light of mankind. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm filled with him, I begin to shine outward and I begin to bring pe- other people into this kingdom. But it, it, it's, it's such a thing. It, we have an inherit, a inheritance. It's a rest that we inherit from Jesus. Right. And we don't have to live with anxiety and worry and stress. And, and, and listen, if you're saying like, I'm dealing with that, well then come down to the front. We'll lay hands on you. We'll pray for you because Jesus died to heal you from that kind of junk, just like he died to yeah. heal you from cancer. Yeah. And just like he died to heal you from COVID. Like he died to set us free free from all of that junk that yeah. comes from the world. And yeah. there's just, and I think this is why I'm so excited about this being our theme for our church this year. For the members of this church who are here all year long, you're going to find much less stress in your life. Right. Amen. As we live in the kingdom of God, you're going to find your life being lived with a lot less worry, yeah. mm-hmm. a, a lot less pressure. And, and I mentioned this last week. Um, as in, in the Sunday message, and just to mention it again, uh, Terry and I have, we built some spec homes, and I bought some homes in other states, and remodeled them, fixed them up, and then sold them again, and, and um, we've done some of that kind of thing, and when I owned that home, even in another state 400 miles from here, 
man, I was worried about the pipes freezing. I was worried about somebody breaking in. I was, you know, what if this happens? What if that? Oh, boy, here comes a storm. And mm-hmm. so when I owned that house, then I am worried about that house. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting. When I sold that house, I never think another thought about it. <laughs> right. it's, it's not mine to deal with anymore. And the Lord showed me some time ago, when you give your life to me, then it's his to deal with. Yeah. See, I don't have to worry about what if this happens and what if that happens. And what if that, he's going to take care of me. See, I, I, I moved the care and the stress and the pressure yep. of my life over on him. And that's what kingdom living yeah. is all yeah. about. It's good. And, you know, for those of you who it's like, okay, well, I hear what y'all are saying, but I, I still, I've got major struggles with depression. Sure. I've got major struggles with anxiety. There's still some big issues in my life. I'm saved. I love the Lord. I, I, I feel like I'm going to heaven, sure. but I'm really, really still having a hard time. Well, it's important what Josh said is it is a process, yeah. okay? It's just like when you, when you put all the ingredients in the dough. The dough right. takes time to rise right. and get cool. ready. Yeah. And it's the same with Christ in our life and the truth that Christ reveals to us in our life. There's, listen, you know, when I got saved, I was perfected in my spirit instantly. Amen. Yeah. But, but for the rest of my life, yeah, what I'm doing good. is I'm working at getting the outer man right. in agreement with the inner work that right. God did in my life instantaneously right. in that moment. Well, how does that happen? Well, it ha- faith comes by what? Hearing. Hearing. And so as we, and that's why Jesus came. Jesus was teaching us the principles of the kingdom. And then he said, go into all the world making learners, yep. right? Teaching them the principles of my kingdom. So you get saved, you still got anxiety. You get saved, you still got bad habit patterns. You get saved, you still got a temper. You get saved, whatever. But as the word begins to work through your life year after year after year, and, and that's Come why on. you hear, you'll hear Tim talk about it, you'll hear Josh talk about it, and you yeah. hear, you'll hear me talk about it. And I, about being at church, being at church. <laughs> and I know probably people think, well, that's a sales pitch. That's all that is. You just want us here. <laughs> we do want you here. Because we know that the word being yep. planted in you mm-hmm. is going to produce a harvest yep. over time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, and I've met people who, you know, that used to be a major struggle in their life. And I'll talk to them now and it's like, that's no big deal for me. Now I've got right. another thing that I'm working sure. on right now. Yeah. But sure. that right there is not an issue for, for me sure. at all. No, it's it, what Paul's talking about is like sanctification, where I'm, sanctification, yes. where I'm becoming more like Jesus. Right. I am positionally holy, but now the Holy Spirit is conforming me into the image right. of Christ. And 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 man, and sometimes I know some of the things we're saying. It's like, well, like your house is perfect, and your marriage is perfect, and your kids are perfect. Yeah. Like, no, that's not the case. But you know, I go back, go back and forth, like where I enter into the kingdom, and then I get in my flesh, and I have to repent and get back into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But there's also, you know, there's also parts of me like you realize, like as you grow older, like man, there was some junk that I didn't even know I had, or I didn't right. even do, I deal with. Like, yes. you know, you don't know you're messed up until you have kids, and then you're like, wow, I'm really messed up. <laughs> and then you know, you know I, I said I would never treat my kids like my dad treated me, but you know what? There's a temper there. There's a flesh that I, right. that I still have to crucify and mm-hmm. I still, and I still blow it. But it, man, God is so full of grace and he's so incredible mm-hmm. that even though that I mess up and mm-hmm. I get in my flesh and I get out of the kingdom that I get to repent yes. and I get to come back into that mm-hmm. kingdom. I get to come back into that peace. And he gives me that joy over and over and over again. And even when I get out of that joy and I get depressed and I get in a funk for a couple of weeks or I get really anxious and man, 
dude, if you've never had anxiety or stress, just build a house, dear Lord. It's <laughs> terrible. Um, but, it's, it, but you get into that, and it's like, but, but then I get to repent, and I get to change the way that I think, and I get to realize, like, it's all about him. It's all about his kingdom. And mm-hmm. he, man, it's, it's such a beautiful thing that I get to come, coming back into, and he just makes me better every time. It's just mm-hmm. an amazing Here, thing. Here's the fun part about this for, for all of us. It, you talk about the process. You're talking about this process you're going through. We don't have to wait until it's done to be excited about it. Yeah, yeah. amen. See, I, I can. Right. My my favorite part of the day is in the afternoons when I walk in the house and I open that back door and Terry is cooking and that smell. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the other day she was cooking ribs and I can smell that from my truck. You know that it, it was just oh she was cooking these ribs. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't know we were having that. See, now I walk in the house. Oh, oh my goodness. That smells good. Well, it's not ready yet. <laughs> I am excited. It's not ready. Right. I don't have it. Yeah. I'm still an hour, two hours away right. from eating, but I know yeah. what's happening. Right. Come on. And are you perfect? Are you right. good? Or have you got all of your temper gone? No. no. You don't have all of your temper right. gone. But I am excited because I know what's cooking. Yeah. See, I know what's That's happening in yeah. me. I know where God's taken my life. Am I there in my business? Am I there financially? Yeah. No. But I know where I'm going. It's, it's a classic just theological principle that we all need to remember is that the kingdom is now and not yet. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm moving right. into this. And even while, like, I'm frustrated because I want to be in my house already, like, the finishing touches are being put on. And I just want to prophesy and encourage you this morning, whatever you're trying to move into, just, just give God time. The mm-hmm. finishing touches Absolutely. are being put on, yep. and it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be incredible. And I, I, yep. come on. Well, when just, I walk in the back door and, and so she said, I was my gosh, I, mean, yeah. oh, I want that so bad. Well, hold on. It's still two hours away. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't go jump off the roof. Yeah. Yeah. I don't enter into deep depression. <laughs> right. I'm not slitting my sure. wrist. I, I, right. I'm, because I know it's coming. Yeah. yeah. We're well, good. And the smell is the evidence of the thing that you hope for yeah. is going to come to pass. Yeah. Right? Oh, come yeah. on. That was and good. So, so for all of us, maybe, you know, it may not be ribs. It may be ribs. I don't know. But, but you know, whatever it is that you're dreaming for or believing God for yeah, or wanting for. to happen, whether it be growth and maturity in your own life, freedom from bondage or addiction in your own life, or even dreams in the future. It Mm -hmm. may be a husband or a wife or finishing college or or building a home or whatever it may be. You just got to look around. You know, faith is the evidence of mm-hmm. things hoped Hope for. for. Now, right. the fact that you have faith for that, yeah. you don't have it yet, but you have faith for that. But God's so good because here's what God will do. God will always put people in your life who have already eaten the ribs. Good. <laughs> right? Yeah. And they can yeah. testify they can <laughs> it's worth how, good they, how good it is. So what you've got to do is you've got to hang on yeah. and trust God and live in the kingdom until that's the ribs point. are served. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the key. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not going to get them if Come you on. give up and leave and that's quit, good. right? Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, one of my favorite verses on the kingdom of God is Luke 12, 32. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you his kingdom. 
And so let, like, just stand in faith in that. Fear not, little yeah. flock, because your Father's good pleasure to give you his, the kingdom. The things we've been talking about this morning, that righteousness, peace, joy, and love, like he wants to give that to us. He wants us to enter into that rest. And I, you know, I love that, everything Paul said. And, and ribs, I mean, let us know next time. We're coming over. <laughs> yeah. The ribs was my example. How come you got the <laughs> hand clap over it? I don't get that. I'm still trying to wonder how did they not clap for me, but they clap for you. It was my deal. <laughs> You stole my thing. Sorry. <laughs> this year it is, and, and I go back on what Paul said. I, I don't want to come across as a sales pitch here, but this year you're going to want to be in church. Yeah. You, you're going to want to you be, be here. Yeah, you got to be. You don't want to miss church because some, some great things ribs. are going to happen. <laughs> but we got ribs I'm cooking. them up. You're trying to get another applause <laughs> off my example. We've got some great things cooking here in the members of this. God's yeah, doing some neat on. things right here. Some Huge. really neat things. Yeah, yeah. And this Wednesday night, I, I'm going to start us on, and it's going to be a mini-month series. Uh, I'm, I'm doing the introduction this Wednesday night of the parables and the Sermon on the Mount. Because when we read the parables and it says the kingdom of God is like, mm -hmm. right. well, we need to find out what it's like. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm looking forward to what's going to happen on Wednesday night. And if that's not something that you're in the habit of doing, you might want to make that your habit this, this mm -hmm, year. Mm -hmm. uh, next Wednesday, Josh has already got up here putting a plug in for his sermon next Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> of wanting you, I mean, next Sunday, Sunday, yeah. next Sunday morning, Josh is talking uh, mm -hmm. about some things he's all excited about. And so since he's advertised, I want to, the Sunday after that, <laughs> I'm going to be preaching. And, and I'm going to be talking about, in, in two weeks, we are ambassadors. Okay, so what are we now? Yeah, Where right. does this leave us? Well, we're ambassadors. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to talk about we being ambassadors of the kingdom to this world. Mm -hmm. so, and we're ambassadors. So there's just a whole lot of, of, of yeah. parts that's, right. that's going to make yeah. up yeah. our understanding Standing. and our living in the kingdom yeah. of God. Well, the scripture says... Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, well, will enter the kingdom yeah. of heaven. Yeah. And so it's only those who do the will of my Father, mm -hmm. right? And once again, that's that obedience mm -hmm. in your life. The revelation is revealed. So the scripture says, don't forsake the fellowshipping together of the saints. Yeah. Okay, well, I got to be obedient to that. There's a reason God told me to be obedient to not missing church. Mm -hmm. and, and here's the thing. You know, God has assignments for all of us. And, and I've just always been taught this. I don't come to church for what I can get out of it. I right. come to church for two reasons. One, to worship God because he's worthy. Yeah. And two, to be a blessing to my brothers and sisters yeah. in Christ. Yeah. Now, if I yeah. get served some ribs as a result of that, yeah. hey, that, and, and, but that normally does happen, right? Yeah. yeah. That normally, does, sure. that normally right. does happen. But we, ha we have to put ourselves at the banquet table for us to be able to be fed and to grow the way God wants us Absolutely. to grow. Well, yeah. if, you're, if you're just recently joining our church here, uh, I, I want you to know that us holding a Sunday morning church service because it's Sunday morning is not what we do. Right. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Paul, you're a pastor. It's Sunday morning, so preach a sermon. You're a Christian, so it's Sunday morning, go to church. <laughs> I, 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 we got to be committed to church, no sure. doubt about it. Sure. But we're not just committed to holding a Sunday morning sermon yeah. here. Right. We're going to see lives change. Amen. We're, Amen. we're going to see 
homes and families. We're going to see individuals, their relationship with the Lord go to a whole new level. Our, Our life in the kingdom of God is going to go to a whole new level. And for those of you who are just recently born again, all the way to those of you who have been saved, filled with the Spirit 50 plus years, this year is going to be a maturing year for us. We're going to grow. We're going to mature in our walk with the Lord. And and I want to uh, encourage all of our church members, open yourself up for Mm -hmm. God to mature you Mm -hmm. and to grow you in your relationship with Him. Y'all stand with me. It's great. Father God, it's with great excitement we look forward to all that you're cooking for us this year. Now, Lord, right now, we set ourselves in a position. As individuals in this church, I set myself in a position. Lord, teach me, correct me, mature me, and grow me in all that you have for me. Lord, my desire today is to go to the next level in my relationship with you. We worship you and we honor you as we submit our life to your rule. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. God bless you and have a good week. Thank you for listening to the CMC podcast. If you'd like to watch our sermons live or looking for more information about our church, visit cmcchurch.com or follow us on Facebook at Christian Ministries Church.